You're listening to The Quoted Podcast Season 10, God is Working. This season is a chance to share how God is working in other people's lives. So, without further ado, let's go talk with this week's guest. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Quoted Podcast. Today, I would like to introduce my friend Quinn to you. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Quinn. Yeah. Hey, I'm Quinn. <laughs> um, I actually met Ella in our Bible Lit class. Yes. So much fun. Did not realize that our families actually knew each other from before. Crazy. Yes. Me either. That is that, really cool. Literally, when you're like, do you like, know this dude? And I was like, oh, <laughs> my family does. <laughs> so crazy. Um, but I'm so excited to be on this podcast even though I'm not a huge one but Ella's like slowly getting me into more podcasts (laughs) so it's exciting yes and do you have any like hobbies that you want to share anything you like to do um I love to bake even though I haven't done it in a while because I'm just so busy with school but I love to bake and I do love to read Mm mm-hmm those are my main things. I've seen some pictures of some of the things that Quinn has baked, and they all look really good. So mm-hmm. I love I love that. And also, I finally, I officially started Redeeming Love. Yay. So I'm getting through the prologue today. I'm going to try, because it's, it's like 40 pages long. <laughs> yeah, it does start off kind of slow. I, kinda, I read it okay. a year ago, so I can't remember totally, but... If I remember correctly, it does start slow. You just have to stick with it. My mom, okay. I wanted her to read it, and she did not stick mm. with it. And I was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, it gets good. Like, it's good. Okay. Yeah, because I'm used to, like, one to two page prologues. And so, I'm like, I'm ready to read about the main character. I don't I don't really know. I I feel like the prologue is going to fit in somewhere. <laughs> It oh yeah, it all connects. It's just okay. so good. I love it so much. Okay. <laughs> and like the whole reason I started reason like reading it was because I read the book Hosea and then my neighbor mm-hmm. was like, Oh, you know there's a book off of it and she let me borrow it and I was like, mm-hmm. No way. I and almost so- forgot about that. I I have not read Hosea in a while, so as soon as I get there, maybe I'll like understand where it connects with this book, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really remember what happens in that book of the Bible yet, like anymore. But okay, I'll start off with the first question: How and when did you become a Christian? Um, I became a Christian in fifth grade. So, I my parent, well, my mom was a teacher up at a church, so. I was always going up there, and my mom was helping on Wednesday nights, but I never really understood, like, what it was to be a Christian. I was, I like to tell people I was there for the snacks and the songs. <laughs> this is my favorite parts. Um, <laughs> but going, like, right before I moved to sixth grade, my mom was, like, knowing, like, with, all, like, all the drama with girls, she was, like, wanting me to get more connected somewhere. So she moved us yeah. to a church we're at now we started going Sundays and I remember in like service like crying I was like why have oh. I known of like this God sooner who loves us so much but I didn't really like that's like when I like I know it 
God like came into me like I was with the Holy Spirit but I didn't really mm-hmm. know what salvation meant my family never told me like oh like you accept Jesus into your heart and like the Holy Spirit comes and you start living for him like you repent and be baptized like I didn't know like I didn't know anything so I just kind of like kept living my life mm-hmm. and then uh, this is kind of long so just get ready and then <laughs> okay seventh grade year I went on to this trip on like YC, it's Youth Evangelism Conference. And oh. that's when I first heard like the salvation prayer. And I was like, yeah, I want to keep living for him. Like, little did I know they were going to have me stand up and walk to the front. Like, oh. I was so nervous. <laughs> like, little Quinn was not having it. <laughs> um, but I still like, there it came more of like a checklist thing. Like, I knew I needed to spend time with God, but it was more of like, just marking it off and doing it. Yeah. Funny story. This is my favorite part about my testimony. <laughs> uh, at the end of 2020, if anyone is like an Office fan, like I love The Office. <laughs> and like this was after quarantine. And I was going to be, they're taking it off of Netflix. So I was going to like binge watch all my favorite episodes, <laughs> this and that. And then like the Lord just like convicted me out of nowhere. He was like, is like, how is like, if you die tonight, like, would your actions and stuff like get you into heaven tomorrow? I was like, oh, snap. Oh. Like, <laughs> and from there, like, I kind of like changed my mindset. Like, this is not just a religion, it's a relationship. And I've just been treating it not how I should be. And so, like, from there, I just started like to be more intentional with stuff. So, yeah. That's really good. I was thinking about like people that don't know God. Are probably just living their life however they want and doing whatever they want and I just think of how sad that is because like I want I want to share with everyone this like good news and like I want everyone to know that they have a purpose for being here and they're not just walking along going to school and work every day do like for nothing mm-hmm. it's just it's so sad to think about all the people that don't know yeah. so Yes, I hope this episode reaches someone today. I hope. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> so, how do you spend time with God every day? Honestly, I try to, but, like, I'm very bad about, like, reading my Bible every day. But mm-hmm. something that's definitely helped me that I'm trying to get better at is only listening to Christian music, like, in my car, because I drive, so I, yes. like, I try to limit myself to, like, if I know I'm not, like, in a good mood, like, to listen to Christian music, to, like, get yes. that build up, because, like, don't get me wrong, I love me, like, some Taylor Swift, <laughs> country music, but that's not gonna, like, that just, like, is good for the moment, but then I, like, go on, and I'm, like, ah, still living. <laughs> So I try to like help and that's my Sunday school leaders always told me do the three, five, five minutes of worship, five minutes of prayer and five minutes of like the word. And I was like, that's so smart. Like when I tell you, they've told us for years and I was just like, so repetitive, but like (laughs) now, like it's just so smart. It is. I've never heard of that, but that is really like a good idea to do. We're so busy with our everyday lives. Yeah. Which I'm not, I'm not saying I'm too busy for God, but it's like just so much stuff like piles up. And if you just make that time, like a little time to do 
things and like just be in his presence it just mm-hmm. helps tremendously yeah i so in history class we're watching this movie called unbroken and like before we went into it i thought it was just going to be like a re- regular history movie just about some per- person going to war fighting in a war all that mm-hmm. But it's actually the story of this Olympic runner. I guess he's a, I don't know how you call him. Anyway, Louis Zamperini is his name. And it's like about how he goes into war and then he, his plane crashes. And so like he gets stranded with two other people like out in the ocean for a while and then they Uh-oh. then he gets captured and becomes a prisoner of war. So, we haven't we're finishing the movie in class tomorrow, but like most of the movie just is showing him like getting tortured as a prisoner of war. And every time I go to that class and we're watching that movie, I just think about how many things there are to think about. Like, with all, like, the shootings happening, I'm, like, there's, there's just, like, so many thoughts that cloud our heads each and every day, and so I get where you're coming from, like, sometimes you know you need to spend time with God, but then it kind of gets pushed to the back of your brain sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, that definitely happens a lot, and... Yeah, it's just finding, like, the right time, like, the time that you can to spend with him Mm -hmm. amidst everything else going on. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it is. And then, like, but another thing that also helps, because, like, it is so, like, chaotic and so much is in, like, in, like, your head at one time is, Mm -hmm. like, I try to, like, pray. Like, I write, okay, so I write out my prayers because, to me, like, that helps me be intentional and I'm not just, like, sitting there, like, oh, yeah, thanks for today, God. Like, no, I'm, like, thank you for, like, waking me up another day and, like, and then I, like, sometimes I don't write amen, so then I'm, like, I go throughout my day and I just keep continuing the prayer. Yes. To help, like, me be focused. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I saw something, like, where... I don't know, like, ending your prayer is, like, ending your conversation. So, like, what if you just don't say amen and then you just continue it? Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. They actually do that a lot of times, like, during, like, a sermon. Well, I don't know. Okay, my church does. And, like, we'll be, like, (laughs) about to worship. But then the pastor's like, I'm not going to say amen. So, we just keep going. Just keep going (laughs) while I'm saying. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And... I I have not done that in a while, but I have, like, a little prayer journal, and I love writing prayers in it, and I do want to, like, do that more, because I like the idea of, like, writing your prayers down and being more intentional, and, like, being able to go back and look at them. Mm-hmm. And, like, to see, like, how, like, like something you prayed, and, like, how God yes. answers it. But sometimes, like, that can yes. bring conviction, like, he'll answer it in a way, like, you didn't expect and then you're, like, upset because, like, that's happened to me. And I'm like, oh, wait. But I did pray for it. So I'm <laughs> upset. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's really cool. So 
what is one way that you've seen God work in your life? Um, I feel like just like how he knows what I need, like at each time, like, cause yeah, like this is like a way past example, but it's just, it's really good. But like, I didn't make chair in middle school, ruined me at the time, hated <sighs> it. And but like then like looking back and like realizing like if I was on that chair team, like that's not where I wanted to be. Like that's not where I should have been. So it's just like how he does that. And then it just like happens again and again. Like even now, like both me and my brother just left our work after a couple years. And yeah. um and like you've I've told you stuff about it, but like how mm-hmm. he answered like our prayers and like both me and my brother now both have new jobs that we enjoy more. So it's just like how he just is like coming through even when we like are just going through our lives. Yeah, like the the smallest thing. He can mm-hmm. just help with the smallest thing and it could make your whole, whole day. I don't know. I don't have any examples. But like hmm. Yeah, like with your work, you said you worked there for a while. Mhm. But you fa- it did it wasn't hard for you to find a new job, was it? No. And like so just like, the the doors yeah. opened at the right time, like, because I like mm-hmm. I actually texted my new boss during my Bible lit class, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, can I have like, do you need like a person?" And she texted back within the minute, and was like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, it's like you need a new job, and then it's right there. Mm-hmm. And then, like Friday, my brother like went in for this interview, and he got it like the same day. Oh wow! It was just like. It's crazy how, like, it's all, like, coming to go. Because it was a long time. Like, I was yes. like, I know, like, what he's going to do. But, and, like, yeah, I struggled with it because, like, it was hard because he worked there longer than me. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me and my mom were like, we just have to, like, realize, like, God has a plan. And he's going to end up where he's, like, where God wants him. And even though it was hard to, like, trust that. It just yes. was. But it ended up good. Which it usually does because yeah. God's on our side. But. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so who are some of your favorite Christian authors, singers, or podcast hosts? Okay, so I'm going to start with authors. I love Colleen Cobble. She's a romance history type author. Okay. Um, And so she has like a couple series and they're just wholesome and they're really... I don't know. I just, I love how, like, she brings in, like, the mystery, like, crime, but also, like, has a sweet romance, because I <laughs> am a yes. hopeless romantic, and if I did not have one, it's so sad. And then, <laughs> then another one, her name's, like, Irene Hannon. I don't know if you've ever I- heard of her. Irene? Yeah. Hannon? Okay. Hannon. Yeah, she's another okay. mystery christian romance as you can tell that's i have a type of books i like (laughs) yes but she's also good even though i've read one of her books and i thought it was gonna be romance and it was not and i was like how dare you not end it (laughs) it's okay though (laughs) but those are some of my favorites i haven't read in a while because of how busy school is yeah um trying to think i'm looking over my bookshelf right now like trying to see okay if i like have oh no usually what I do is I go to like 
our local, you know, Second Charles. Yeah. I go there and I just go down like the romance and like <laughs> the, the Christian fiction because they have a section that's all Christian like fiction books. And I just like oh, walk yeah. down. And I'm like, ooh, what looks good? Yeah. And the books are pretty cheap. Like they're $5. Like I usually don't go over if they're over $5. Yes. But like that's pretty good for a book. Yeah, I actually just spent $50 at Barnes & Noble today. <laughs> Barnes & Noble's so good. It is, but, like, I've been trying to use the library more. But I wanted to read Me The too. Shadow. I wanted to read this one series. And I needed to get the second book. And someone checked it out. And they have they've renewed it once already. So I would <laughs> have to wait for, like, two weeks to get this book. So I'm like, I'm just going to go buy it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really need to, but I'm going to buy it. So, what? Yeah, what series is it? Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo, mm. because I love fantasy at the moment, and there's also a show on Netflix of it, and I really want to watch it, but I need to read the books first. Yes, I always I have to read the books first. Yes, except I did not do that for Where the Crawdads Sing. I watched. The oh. Movie. I I did read the book first for that. It's really good. It's so close to the movie. I love I love that how close it is. That's good because when they change it, I don't know. It's so like annoying. the Vampire Diaries. I don't know. You probably never seen it. Nope. But <laughs> I watched the show first, but then I read the books, and the books are completely different. Like the characters look different. It's it's interesting. It's interesting to see how they do that. Yeah. Why don't you just, like, keep them the same? Like, what? I know. And, like, there are so many adaptations coming for books that I've read. And I'm, like, scared they're going to mess it up. Mm -hmm. And I just want it to be good. (laughs) Yeah. That's annoying. Okay. Then let's go to the podcast host because I got you onto a podcast yes we have to talk about it i talked about it last week with my other guests mm-hmm. but we have to talk about it again and i okay. need to see if they posted a new episode so you can introduce what the, who they are while i look i don't i don't know their names but it's the make, make the, the time. time oh yeah i don't okay. know their names i don't know their name either yeah but <laughs> i came across them because i was just on tiktok and it was like this podcast and it was like just like a bunch of like college students like just trying to like make the time for god and i was like Loki, yes. like, I'm about to like go off to college and I know it can be hard like to set set like the time aside and I was like let me just go check it out and then they were just kind mm-hmm. of funny and I like I like yes. listen like when I'm driving and I was like let yeah. me just look at it and it was right around <laughs> after we did a psalms project and oh, they yeah. were talking about psalms in their first episode and I was like wait Ella you have to <laughs> listen because we just went over this stuff and then I, I just, like, decided I'm going to listen to it right now. And then I listened to, like, all their episodes for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And they're so good. Also, they haven't posted in two weeks. Okay. Like, I did see that they were on spring break, though. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. That so that's why. But they just, Big, the yeah. spiritual knowledge they have, like. Yes. I'm like, I, like, you guys must be, like. Yeah. Read it. <laughs> I've learned so much from their podcast and I feel like I need to just listen to the episodes over and over and over and just write down so many things that I've learned because it's it's good it is off the top of your head what's your favorite quote if you remember 
line from them. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't remember any specific quotes, but I like their, like, catchphrase. Just remember, if you don't have the time, make the time. Mm. It's just, it's so, it's so good. Because, that yeah, is. it's true. It and is so true. Yeah, there was probably, I feel like there's a quote in their apologetics episode that stuck out to me, but I can't remember any of them. But do you have any? Yeah, they. it was like, they were talking about the Asbury Revival, and it was like, mm-hmm. it was a quote from someone else, and I can't remember, but when it said, oh. like, when you're looking for revival, you're just going to get performance, but when we're looking to Jesus, you're going to get revival, and I was like, that that is a good quote. That, that is good. That's so important, and like, Especially because when the revival was going on, like, a lot of people are like, well, I want to see revival. I want to see revival. And it's like, mm-hmm. you have to take that time, like, in the beginning to just grow closer to God. And then, like, that will come, like, like along with it. You just can't make it happen. Yeah. And, like, we don't have the power. Only God does. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he, like, seems fit, like that there should be a revival, then, like, he'll let a revival happen. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't be the judge. Mm-mm. No, we're not the judges. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be really cool if, like, we collabed with them. Like, think of how cool that would be. That would that be cool. Guess. And for everyone listening, their names are Carson, Parker, Blake, and Andy, and their podcast is called Make the Time. So I'll link it below, and you should go check it out. Mm-hmm. It's really they, good. So good. And when I'm saying it, like, because I definitely, like, I don't listen to that many podcasts. Like, it has to be good. Yeah. Time. And honestly, I haven't been listening to that many podcasts recently either, but this one, like, just... Is my favorite. Hey, at the moment. We're giving them free advertisement. <laughs> we are. We are. And they they never said anything when I posted them on Instagram. They just saw it. I thought they were going to be like, I don't know, like it or something, but they didn't do anything. Oh. But I will keep I will keep shouting them out because their podcast is really good. Yeah. And like, is it beyond like them like doing back? Just like. Especially because I'm still on the one about them talking about the Gospels. Yeah. And that one, was, that's so good. And it's just, like, not that, like, we want the credit, but it's just, like, so you guys, like, the listeners, like, will be able to go and, like, just gain the wisdom, like, we're learning from it. Yes. Good. So true. Do Did you have any favorite singers that you wanted to share? Mm, my singers? I don't have, like... Any singers <laughs> I listen to, like, okay. off, like, the top of my head. I usually just put on, like, a playlist and just go with it. But I do okay. have a song that's – well, I have two songs. I have – I like the songs more. Um, okay. I love the song Thank You for the Blood by Charity Gale. Like, okay. It's, like, Thank You for the Blood Applied. It has, like, Wash Me White. Yeah. I can't Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so powerful. We sang it in church today, especially being like Palm Sunday. Oh yeah, so good. And then yes, another song. It's that's the power, and I think it's by Hillsong. I don't know, 
top of my head. Yeah, I think it is. But it's just like, I don't know, it's one of my favorites. And I feel like it's kind of underrated because I don't think a lot of people know about it. Yeah, but, I don't I don't think I've heard of that one. Uh, it is by Hillsong. And okay. it's just like the power of Jesus. And I was like, it's just so good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Worship music just really gets you going. Yes. I love it. If you have the right song. Because then, like, sometimes, like... Yeah. It depends on the day, too. Because, like, some songs I'm not feeling as much some mm-hmm. days. Yes. True. Okay, I wrote those down. So, I'm going to look at those songs later. But, okay. So, for this episode... I have this quote that says, I have to remind myself to step back and let God be God. So, what are your thoughts on this quote? What do you think it means? How could you apply it to your life? Etc. Um, I'm pretty sure you already knew me like, before you said this, because this quote like, is so <laughs> like, what I needed to hear. So, I love to be in control. I love... To, like, have my hand in everything. And it's just, like, to, like, remind myself, like, hey, like, it's not me. Like, it's God. Like, I need to yeah. step back. And, like, I, like, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Like, God's the one, like, that has the power and that has, like, to let, like, I had to let God be, like, who he is and know, like, like, rest in his promises. Like, know, like, he'll turn everything for good. He will, mm-hmm. like, be there. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, if, like, he was there for me like last week he'll be there for me next week that type of thing and like yes and like my favorite verse is Hebrews 13 8 that God's the same yesterday to a day and forever and I catch myself like having to tell myself that like hey like God like will get me through like whatever I'm going through like whatever season I'm in like because he got me through the last one oh yes see like I, like, I won't trust God on something, but then I, like, I go to him, and then, like, he works it out, but then, like, something similar happens, and I want to be in control again, and I'm, like, hold up. I need to remember, like, he is God. He's way more powerful than me. Yes. Who am I trying to be to, like, say no to him? That's Mm -hmm. reminded me of today in my sermon. I was paying attention. Look at me go. And... (laughs) No, I usually pay attention, but I was, like, actually, yeah. like, really. And it was talking about how, like, the disciples were, like, no, I, like, I'm not going to betray you. And they were, like, just straight up lying to him, like, because they were, like, they are going to betray him. And I feel like how, like, we do that, too, where we, like, we'll, like, tell him, like, oh, yeah, we're going to get better. And then we're, like, nah, we go back to mm. our place. Yeah. It's, like, no, like, we have to remember, like, who he is and, like, can't just be lying to him. Yeah, like, God says the same, and if you're going to follow him, then, I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. (laughs) Also, when I read it this morning, because I was like, I was like, let me go over these, so I didn't, like, know what I'm talking about, not just, like, halfway wing it. Um, Yeah. And it reminded me, we had, I can't remember who, like, came and talked to our class, but how he was talking about about how God has a plan. He already has a plan for us. Yes. So it's like, 
no matter like how like I think I'm gonna do on this next test like he knows he knows what Uh I'm gonna get like and like he knows how like college is gonna be like he knew where I was going he knows like who I'm gonna be friends with so it's like I'm just living in his world it's not my world it's Uh yes that's true which like we forget yes I love um that you brought that up because yeah it's just comforting to know that it's all planned out you just you're just kind of going along with your life and it's all god's plan Mm -hmm. just gotta follow him yeah so i have a long answer to this quote but I'm going to read it again before I say it. So, it says, again, it says, I have to remind myself to step back and let God be God. And, first of all, I I did know you when I came up with this. But I did not think about if it would, like, apply perfectly to your life. I picked this quote randomly on Pinterest. So, I guess it was we perfect. Love Pinterest. Yes. We love. It was perfect to give to you because it resonated with you in mm-hmm. that way. But I love this quote because it seems simple. And it's just like, step back and let him lead. And it's interesting when you like think further into this quote because you're like, am I doing this? Am I stepping back and letting God be God? And we don't always do that. We try to live our own lives. Like you said, Mm -hmm. we do everything we want to do and forget that our lives aren't in our control. We try to do things right and we end up going down the wrong path. We want to lead our own lives, but it's really important to just step back and realize I'm not going on the right path. I need to step back and stop trying to make all of my decisions based on what I want. And I need to think about what God would want at this moment and base my decisions on God's heart. Because yes, God lets us make our own decisions, but we're not perfect. And (laughs) we're not always going to make the right decisions. We're probably going to make the wrong decisions a lot. And that's why it's important to let God be who he is and just kind of let him lead and and stop trying to control everything about everything happening and just because he knows where he's working and what he's working on so when I look at this quote I'm just reminded of that to like just let God do his job let him take care of you and just do what he's best at yeah where we're just kind of swimming around like fish (laughs) trying to figure out what's going on Mm -hmm. and I had something it was like we have to remember like making like we will make like the wrong decisions yes. but it's also like sometimes like god doesn't give us direct answers like in the bible like mm-hmm. i was leading sunday school and i was like talking about how like i was trying to set a college and i was like i'm not just gonna open my bible and like he's gonna tell me where i'm gonna go yeah like it doesn't like say flat out we just have to like remember like our whole goal in life is to make disciples and to yes. live like that's a great commission like love one another and like go and spread like the gospel like the good news and so it's Mm -hmm. like we just have to stay firm in that like everything else like god will work out as long as we are doing what he's called us to do yes yeah and you might not know where you're going but then 
he might lead you in the right direction mm-hmm. when you don't even know it. Like, there's this girl on Instagram, her name is Sia, and she posts a lot of, like, really inspirational videos just talking about how she's seen God work in her life and just giving a lot of good advice. And, like, yesterday she posted a video talking about how she was trying to pick out an outfit one day and she just kind of felt God telling her to pick this shirt that said, Jesus loves you. And she was at the mall or something going to get something to eat. And she just felt like she needed to put her hair up. And then she said that some random guy came over to her and told her how her shirt just really made him like feel better. Just kind of made his day. Like if, if she hadn't, have worn that shirt and pulled her hair back while she was in that mall then it might not her shirt might not have caught someone's attention and like showed them something that they needed to know like you never know when you might do something that might influence someone and make them want to do something like that that's why I feel like we always need to just be more like Jesus. We can't be mm-hmm. exactly like him, but the more you act like Jesus would act, the more you influence others to act like that as well. Like um like the phrase kill them with kindness. Don't literally kill them, <laughs> but use your kindness to mm-hmm. others and help them to be more kind because you you do influence others with your actions and words, which is why I think it's really important to be who you want, be treat others how you want to be treated. And if you're always, this is my example, if you're always cussing and getting mad at people and getting angry about the smallest things, you could influence others around you to feel maybe angry too Mm -hmm. so it's important to like watch out watch what you're doing watch what you're saying because you never know if someone might either take it the wrong way or decide that they feel that way too and they want to go and be mean as well like parents it's really important for like parents to teach their kids about kindness because Mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of bad kids out there that have just grown up in homes where they haven't been taught things like that. And there are just a lot of, there are a lot of ways that we can be good examples to those around us. Yeah. My, I totally agree with that. And I like, I do like, I work with kids and so it's like, like, I, I know like, you can just tell, like, when they haven't had, like, a good example in their life. So, then mm-hmm. it's, like, and, but it, I was thinking that, like, when you were saying all that, it's, like, the saying, like, the biggest sermon you're going to ever do is how you live your life. Like, not even, like, what you say. Because if oh. you're not yeah. living, like, what you're trying to preach, like, no one's going to want to, like, do it, too. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. you live how, like, uh, like how you want to, like, live, too. Uh, I've, that kind of doesn't make no sense, but um, I was like, when I tell people, I'm like, we're just like kids, and like we, like kids look at their parents and they want to act like how they act, and f- friends yeah. look within their friend groups and act like how they act. 
so just like how you're saying like if they're not if they're like out partying or cussing and doing all that like the people around them will notice and they're more likely to be drawn into it yes than like they are to be out so that's also like as like christians like we want to be careful who like yes we need to have like non-believer friends too that we can reach but we also have to have those christians that will keep us like filled up so we're not being dragged away but we're pulling in yes and in society today i feel like a lot of people are trying to be like everyone else and believe in the same things as everyone else and you don't need to be like everyone else you just so overrated yeah it is like you need to find the right path and Mm -hmm. and that's just going back to like how god has a plan for every one of us and it's like Mm -hmm. it's unique to every one of us like he knows all of us which is like what i think about it it's like thinking about how many people are in the world and like how he knows like each and every one of us it's a lot to think about it's crazy and like he knows how many like hairs we have on our head like that's wow And, like, sometimes I'll just be maybe, like, driving somewhere or just in a restaurant, and I'll just kind of look around and, like, and I think about how everybody looks different. No Mm -hmm. one looks the same. And it's so interesting. One fun, funny thing, fun fact. I was, okay, I was scrolling on Instagram, (laughs) Which I've been trying to stop doing, but the Instagram reels have been drawing me in. And they're really interesting. But I found this girl on the app whose name is Ella. And she likes to write and read. And she has blonde hair. And so I was like, do I have a doppelganger or something out there? And that was really cool. But even if she has the same name as me and has, like, the same hobbies as me, she doesn't look anything like me. So even if you have the same name as someone, you're not going to look like them because we are all uniquely and wonderfully made. And it's really cool to see, like, how different everyone looks. And it's annoying when people call others ugly or something. And I'm over here thinking that's that's not right because i don't think anyone is ugly i think yeah <laughs> yeah and that's like even like off of that because like everyone is a child of god yes and so like even like if they annoy you like because i've had work on this recently like even if they're in like annoying or like not your like favorite person to be around but it's like still reminding mm-hmm. like also if like they are a child of God, and, like, he sent his one and only son to, like, to die on that cross still for them, not just for me, but for them, too, and it's, like, yes, just, like, putting that in perspective. And when we went to bring, so in Bible Lit, we do this thing called Fantastic Friday, where we find just a way to maybe make someone's day even better, and We've done several things, like made little gifts for people, but we did this special ed class last week, which it was really interesting because it was cool to see how that class kind of works. Like, they Mm -hmm. had some really nice teachers in there, and, like, we're not around those kids all day, but it kind of, like, made me, like, put myself in their place and, like, think about how their day is different than ours Mm -hmm. I don't know like I just kind of 
was thinking about that. And I read a book a while ago. I thought it was a thriller. And it was, kind of. But it also followed a character... I forgot what illness... Or what what she had. But she she like looked different from other people and like she couldn't speak and she couldn't move her arms and she's just stuck in a wheelchair all day dependent on her family to take care of her and like you were in the character's head in that book so I was like learning more about this character that wasn't like everyone else if that makes sense yeah and it just made me think about how like um those People who were maybe who are not able to speak or do things like we usually do, they're still people. They're still God's children, and they still they can still think and like like us, and they just can't do the same things. But mm-hmm. they're still yeah. God understand like the U.S. loved like they're still loved to the same. Yes. And I, I just know, I really like to remember that. that. And I want to put it yes. out there. I was not laughing like the teacher thought I was. <laughs> Rude. They yeah. I was laughing at the kids. But I was just like, I was, I was so happy like to see yeah. like that such a little thing bring them joy and like how much like we take for granted. Yes. Like in our own lives. And like, I was just happy. But the teacher thought I was laughing was not. I was happy putting it out there. Yes. Because that I think. I could see what your why your reaction reaction was like that. Like it looked like you were laughing because she screamed, and so it was like she's. It was cool though because she screamed about getting goldfish. Like yeah, like I don't think it was, I ever screamed for that, but like now I want yeah. to. That is so much. It's cool to see how excited she was just to get such a small little thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is like. They are still human, and like that book, you have to let me know what that book is because I kind of want to read it now too. To like, <laughs> I mm. actually I have it. Oh, and it's it's a signed book, so I was gonna like give give it away because I didn't think I needed it because it wasn't my favorite book ever. But I'm keeping it, and yes, I can. I can tell you what it, I can tell you what it is, and I can loan it to you Ooh, if you want. Perfect, because. That just, it's just so cool, like, and also, like, having that people. That sounds, that's so exciting. Yeah. It is, it is, it really is. And I've been thinking about that, that book, and, like, the author's purpose of it. It's, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, let's see. Do you have anything else to add? Mm, no I think everything that I thought of I said okay yeah I I'm surprised because I came up with a a lot of things to add today I usually just stick to the script but I like going off script I do not like sticking to the script because then I feel (laughs) like because so I've been helping with like uh Sunday school at my church and, like, I just, the material they have, like, for us to use, like, I just, it doesn't, like, it's hard to, like, go off of. So, oh. I feel like I do better when I go off, like, by myself, not by myself, but, like, go on, like, 
where like just whatever the conversation will lead because sometimes like that's yeah. like, conversation like it's not like sticking to it but like just going where you feel led to go yeah and usually I'm not good at improvising which is why like I don't think I could ever be an actor or anything because like when we did what was it called Hammurabi's court I couldn't I couldn't be the whatever you call it <laughs> I couldn't be the one that's supposed to defend people because I don't know what to say I cannot improvise which is why I'm a writer because I need to write things down mm-hmm. but it's interesting when I come up with things to say that I didn't think I would even hey think to say <laughs> that's just God's like speaking through you because that's happened to me before where it's yes. like like if you're like ever getting a conversation and like they ask for advice and I'm like I don't know like uh, yeah. And then, like, God just pops something in my head, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is not me. <laughs> yes. Just, sometimes, sometimes God will tell you what to say mm-hmm. when you need to say it. Yes. That's, that's that. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone. So, we're not done talking just yet. We had a really good time and a good conversation talking about all the other questions that I usually ask. But because this Sunday is Easter, I was thinking it would be cool if we could talk a little bit about what Easter is and just talk about the meaning of it. So, yes. To start off, Quinn looked up a little bit about what the egg represents. So do you want to talk about that? Yes. So I was actually just kind of doing my bubble lit project too. Two and one, you know. And the meaning behind the egg is pretty much like the rebirth and like new life. And how like because Jesus died on the cross, like he gives us new life. Yeah. Yeah, like... Okay, for a second, I was like, I need to piece that together. But yes, I get that now. Eggs represent new life because you're like a bird is born in an egg and it's it's new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it rises like, from the egg. So it's just like because like Jesus died on the cross, like we get that new life too. So I'm pretty yes. sure that's how. It ties in from little research. And then I was trying to find stuff on the bunny. But mm-hmm. I really couldn't find anything on the bunny. But then I found a quote about the Easter. It's not about the bunny. It's about the lamb. And I was like, oh, snap. Because God was <laughs> um, our, like, sacrificial lamb. So, like, we don't have to do any sacrifices like they had to do in the Old Testament. Like, yeah. The Lord. Because I, if I had to remember I know. all those rules. Oh. Like. And. I wouldn't want to have to sacrifice an animal. Like I know that people, they're like that animals are killed to be eaten, but like I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to have to do that. So thank you for being our sacrificial lamb, Jesus. Yeah, we appreciate yes. it. Thank you, Jesus. Yep. And I was thinking, I was trying to think, like, what does the bunny symbolize? Is the bunny, could the bunny also be, like, 
Is it the lamb or is it like the shepherd? I, I, for, <laughs> I for my Google research, I do. It was like going back to like pagan worship. And I was like, oh, oh no, I'm pretty sure. No. So who knows what it is? I think, didn't, I think Miss Fenn said that we get a lot of our traditions from paganism. That, that is true. I already forgot what that that means, even though we just did, like, a quiz on it. Girl, I don't remember anything. <laughs> it makes us do quizzes every week. And yeah. those words, I don't know. But that's pretty much... Let's search it up. I'm trying to think. The it says... It says that it's a religion other than one of the main world religions, specifically a non-Christian or pre-Christian religion. I think I think of it of, like, idolship and, like... Kind of like just mm-hmm. worshiping like random things. I think that's what I have it. In my yeah. Mind. Okay. But early Christians for people in the Roman Empire who practiced polytheism or ethnic religions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, the a pretzel was also like I think in like in Germany was oh. considered like part of Easter because like the arms crossed like oh. crying found that out like like the candy cane is like mm-hmm. it represents Jesus yeah it's crazy how like yeah. so much of like the worldly stuff is like translated into yes godly stuff and it just shows how like God's in everything and have you heard that like what apparently I think, I don't know, is it, like, one of our organs or something? Some part of our body is shaped like a cross? No. Oh. I wish I could remember what that was. What part of the body? Not as both searching it up. (laughs) And I'm trying to type with one finger, one hand. What part of the body is shaped like... A cross. I heard that when at Providence, and oh, okay, the laminins. Yeah, that's what I got. Cross-like to. shape of laminin and the role it plays in holding tissues together has prompted the claim that this biomolecule provides scientific support for passages such as Colossians one fifteen through seventeen, and shows how the God God must have made humans and continues to sustain them. Okay. Yeah, I learned I learned that such a long time ago. And I thought that's super cool. I need to find like a picture. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's cool. Um, I never learned that. Human anatomy is failing me now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I that's why I took Bible Lit because I miss like just Bible classes at mm-hmm. school, and yeah, we learned like a lot of cool things one year, and we talked about like how they might have found like the remains of Noah's Ark or something. Ooh. It's really interesting to see what you can find that has to do with the Bible. Yeah. So yeah, that is interesting. About the pretzel as well. And 
Yeah, do you want to talk about what else you Let's have? See. Also, I found another quote because I thought a quote would be filling for this. Um, yes. <laughs> it says, if Easter says anything to us today, it says this, you can't, you can put truth in a grave, but it won't stay there. And it was by Clarence W. Hall. Um, and I was like, that's so cool because like mm-hmm. the people did like put the truth in the grave like they put jesus they crucified yeah. him first well first of all first off we really want to go all the way back they betrayed mm-hmm. betrayed him they abandoned him yes all while they accused him and then he took our punishment and then he was buried but he was like not nah, fam coming back three days <laughs> he was like you haven't seen the end of this shit and just like claiming i love when he says it is finished literally yeah like he knew because like his so like jesus came back to fulfill like the like i always say like to bridge the gap between like us and god because like if you like the whole bible Mm -hmm. is a story like a love letter to us and like a redeeming like trying to get us back on track with god yes after adam and eve sinned in the garden like the whole thing like from there was like just like sin sin like ways to like god gave them laws they didn't listen to the laws they asked for kings but they didn't listen to the kings and it was just on and on and on how they were just that's true and like and it was prophesied (laughs) sorry took me a minute in like Isaiah about like Jesus coming back. It was even in Psalms. And this is oh. really cool. We learned this. One of another thing that Jesus said on the cross, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. That's um in Psalms twenty three. That's how Psalms twenty three started. Oh. Okay. And so it's like just how the correlation and like and then like the whole reason Jesus came back was to die on the cross to take our sin so we could live with God again and go back into mm-hmm. his perfect world. Like we, cause like we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Cause like we're all sinners, but God's there to like help us. So like when he said it is finished, like he knew he was like, the reason he came to the earth came down, like he completed it. He was like, it's done. Like, like, I don't know. That's just chill bumps. <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking about, you were mentioning the thing about, like, they asked for a king, and then they didn't listen to the king, mm-hmm. and all that. And that just made me think about the the Old Testament with the Israelites, because <laughs> the, Israelites. the Israelites just kept, keep, they complained too much. And mm-hmm. then there were, there were several times where they were like, okay, we're going to trust God now, and we're going to follow God, and we're not going to do anything else wrong. And then they build another god to worship to and then they keep disobeying god even though they they also keep saying that they're not going to and i'm trying to find something that i was just reading last night because i am currently in judges and i read something really good last okay so in the story of gideon uh the so gideon's basically chosen by god and Gideon was okay. God told him to break the altar of Baal, 
And I guess the Israelites said that they were doing evil in the eyes of the Lord again. And they... As always. Yeah. Sorry. As, as Sorry, they Israelites. do. That's what they do. And they were worshiping this altar. So God tells Gideon basically to go and break it. And he he's even afraid... He's okay. So, verse 27 of chapter 6 mm-hmm. says, So Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. So, he was afraid of what the people would say about him when, when he killed their so called God. But mm-hmm. then, then the next day, when the people learned that it was Gideon who demolished their altar, they like kind of started like blaming him for that but then his Gideon's father Joash comes in and in verses 31 and 32 he says but Joash replied to the hostile crowd around him are you going to plead Baal's cause cause are you trying to save him whoever fights for him shall be put to death by morning if Baal really is a god he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar so because Gideon broke down Baal's altar they get okay that didn't have anything to do with what I need to say. But the, the verse that really stuck out with me is 31 when he said, if Baal really is a god, he can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. And I was like, okay, speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> speak, Joash. Because that's true. If this, if this so-called god really was a god, they wouldn't Gideon wouldn't have been able to destroy it yeah and it just makes you think how anything that the people worshipped in the bible and even today anything that we worship that isn't god maybe try breaking just like try breaking something that you worship like maybe you worship your phone that can be broken Mm -hmm. but god cannot be broken he's not a um he's not like a vessel he's not what what would what would um god be described as like a statue probably i don't know (laughs) like he's just like like in like trying to grasp who god is like like for me like it's almost impossible because like he's all-knowing he's all-powerful he's always there like he's just all like he's everything like it's crazy. He is who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, I am who I am. Like, what is it that he says? Like, trying to think. I, yeah, I am who I am. Something like that. And it's just, like, how, like, nothing is comparable to it. No matter how much, like, we want yes. to, like, try and, like, compare, like, and, like, have our own gods. Like, you can just, like, see in, like, our own world, like, we do have idols and like we do have like stuff mm-hmm. we want to worship more and like I'll, I suffer with that too like I like my screen time today probably way too high like <laughs> so much but it like it's still like even through all of that like even through like wanting to worship like he's still powerful and he's still yes to die on the cross like and it it's like the Israelites had to keep building idols Mm -hmm. for themselves to worship when the one one person the one god was there leading them all along 
never leaving them behind. They couldn't yeah. break him, and then the, and they kept going back to him, even though they thought that the idols that they created were going to sustain them. God was the only one who gave them food and water when they were mm-hmm. wandering in like the middle of nowhere. He was the only one that sustained them. Their idols did not do anything for them. Yeah. And I guess to their defense, like, in that time, like, that was before Jesus came. Yes. And they were probably, like, really, they were probably not very confident. Or they didn't know, they didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. They were just kind of there, like, who do I trust in? Who, who's going to save me, basically? They, they just wanted, they wanted what they wanted. Yeah, but and there is so much time passed before Jesus came. Like in my in one of my Bibles, it says before Matthew, like at the end of Malachi, four hundred years passed before Jesus Jesus's birth. Yeah, I do remember like it being like a long time, like. which is kind of crazy like to think about Mm -hmm. and it's hard like when you are reading the bible like to put it in like a time frame because it was so long ago yes and and then then I'm like oh my gosh I imagine what that looked like Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to like think like about these people as being real and even like tv shows like the chosen it's still hard to grasp what it was really like yeah The Chosen is just trying to keep all the characters straight, in my opinion. Yes. Because, like, it's just so hard because there are so many characters. Mm-hmm. And that, honestly, they don't say their names a lot of times. I like, know. It is, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. It We're is, but there's so many people. There's, yeah. But it is such a, like, good representation, like, seeing, like, Jesus' life and, like, the miracles he performed and, like, yes. putting it. Because, like, one of the things that's hardest for me is, like, believing, like, even without seeing. Because, like, I like to see stuff. I like to know. Yeah. And, like, but then it kind of, like, puts it. And it's just so powerful. Like, you get chill bumps, like, when you watch it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And, yeah. The, I feel like a lot of people's argument when you when they don't believe in God and you're like trying to tell them who he is they say well show me show me why I should believe in him and stuff and I'm just like look around you <laughs> there it's like so yeah they're just so much and it's first off if you believe like you like we believe that there's air around us where we can't see. We know there's air, but we can't, like, we don't see it. We see, like, actual stuff, but, like, that's true. We don't see it. And then what else was I going to say? Also, it's like, also, if you've never been told, like, about God or anything, like, you're not, like, sure. But there's scripture in Romans that's, like, even though, like, if, even if you've never heard about it, like, God's creation, like, just like the sunsets and, like, everything yes. made, like, that should be proof enough to you. Yes. Is a God and one true God. I had a friend in PE one year at school, and I didn't really know if she was a Christian or not. Mm -hmm. But we would be, we were walking around the track one day, and she looked up at this guy and she said, That looks so fake. Or she said something like that, (laughs) like almost like it was hard for her to just 
grasp that the sky is real. And then I was thinking, I I was like wondering, like, does she know how who created the sky? Yeah, how magnificent it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, there's just so so many things. Science try sometimes science tries to prove that other things happened, like the Big Bang and all that. But really, there's just so many much evidence that points to God. Yeah, just and they just like, like, they just want to deny it, like how they deny Jesus. Yeah, like even though like all the disciples, like we were reading this morning, like all the disciples, like they did leave Jesus, and they they were like, "Peace mm-hmm. out, Jesus!" Like you're on your own, but like they were there and saw the miracles. Like they knew he was the Son of God. Like he, like they all knew, but they still decided, like, "Oh no, like I'm not gonna." Yeah, but them because they were too afraid of what everyone thought of them. Mhm. True. And um going a little bit back to like the reason for Easter, I just wanted to talk about like yeah, the reason behind it. So Jesus paid the price for our sins so that we could be forgiven and mm-hmm. he went through so much pain on that cross just for us. And so Easter is a reminder like of that we don't even though we don't deserve to be saved god saved us anyway and he gave us a chance to say no to sin and live a better life and thinking about easter and like the meaning of it and stuff i think about this time when i was on the bus i used to sit by this girl and one day she just randomly said i already know i'm going to hell and And, like, I know I've heard other people say, I've probably heard other people say things like that before. And and I think, do they know what they're saying? Because we see in the Bible, I don't have any specific verses right now, but that somewhere we we read that hell is just pain, basically, filled with fire. And it's said to not be a pleasant experience so i just wanted to say that if you're one of those people that's ever thought that your life is going so downhill and that you're doing all the wrong things that you're going you just you're going to hell just like that remember that jesus died for your sins to give you another chance to give you Mm -hmm. hope a chance at eternal life like you don't have to give up and say I don't need to do anything else because I already know where I'm going. You fight. Unless you're going to heaven. Yeah. Um, Yes. Fight for a better life. And remember that Easter reminds us of what God did for us. He gave us hope where there is pain, truth where there are lies, and a second chance when we felt, when we feel like we didn't, we don't have one. He gives us a reason to live and Mm -hmm. a reason to want to spend time with him more and to want to go to heaven and not hell and it's just sad when you know i i don't know if you've listened to any of them but sometimes i do bonus episodes where i talk where i just react to some music and Mm -hmm. there was one singer i reacted to her name is maddie zom and she wrote this song that 
it was just like her going from she just had a bad church experience but she went from being christian to being not christian and like gay and just just not believing in god anymore and she kind of like wrote a song like about her her feelings how she feels now and i think it's just me it makes me so sad because i'm like you you're going down the wrong path and it's so sad but that's a whole nother topic like churches when oh yeah when churches like Mm -hmm. do that and kind of do things wrong sometimes yeah but it's just like of hell Mm -hmm. hell like the worst part about it is being like you're like eternity like you're separated from god like you're never gonna hear yes like even when you cry out it's silence like nothing Mm -hmm. like yes there's fire yes there's all that but like you're never gonna have that contact and like right now like we're living on this world like on this earth and like if we are a believer this is the closest we'll be ever to hell but if you're a non-believer this is the closest she'll ever be to heaven which is crazy because it's like this world Mm -hmm. like there's good days and there's bad days but like I don't want this to be the end like I have hope that Jesus gave me like because I have accepted him into my life that like I will be able to live forever with God the one that loves us so much but like the ones that do like say like well I'm just like I've done all these bad things I'm going to hell like like you shouldn't Mm -hmm. look like that because like yes it's bad things but you did it for temporary pleasure like all this is for temporary pleasure and it's not gonna give you joy which joy is like jesus others and yourself and like when you like accept jesus and realize like yes he died on that cross because we're sinners and like accept that like that's when you like start seeing the good and like even in the bad days like you'd still be happy yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like you said yeah like things like killing people that's not gonna give you pleasure it's not gonna give you anything good mm-hmm. it and i like sometimes i say it's simple choose the good or choose the bad and there are like a lot of things that are complicated with that because sin likes to complicate things and satan likes to come in at the the times when we are the weakest oh yeah and, and try to change our mind but we have to remember that he 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 doesn't he's not going to give us the choice that we need mm-hmm. he's going to give us the choice that we might want at the time yes. like holding a grudge or getting revenge on someone but in the long run that's not going to get you anywhere anything that satan tells you to do is going to just ruin things mm-hmm. more and more yeah and yeah you have free will and like usually yes there's like a harder option that pleases god and there's mm-hmm. an easier option that gives us temporary pleasure and we're more mm-hmm. likely to do that easy option because we want to have like that moment of like serotonin and like have that good but, like, in the long run, it's not going to do you any good. Mm-hmm. What I was thinking of when you were saying that. Yes. So true. So, so true. Did you have anything else to mm-hmm. add about Easter? 
or anything? I think like with Easter, it's sometimes like I forget. Like I know this Easter, and I know like about like the crucifixion. I know he died on the cross, but just like putting it in perspective, like that he hung on that cross for my sins, and it's like that was the punishment I deserved. I that's yeah. the punishment I deserve for every day like sinning. Like I don't go a day without sinning, and like none of us do because like none of us are perfect, and like just realizing and like. Especially as, like, this week, because, like, we're just starting the week. But, like, taking that time and, like, really, like, remembering, like, God sent his son and, like, to die on that cross. And so it's, like, so we could live forever. And, like, no matter, like, because we're sinners, we still have that chance to have that relationship with God. Just important to, like, keep in our minds. Not even around Easter, but daily, like. It's not mm-hmm. just this one-time thing. Like Easter's probably the most um, attended church service. Like everyone knows yeah. the service. Everyone knows the Easter story. But like you might know it, but you're not like putting it in your heart and really like thinking about it and living by like the message of it. That's true, because that just made me think about how much I would not want to have to die on a cross mm-hmm. like Jesus did and how much I how glad I am that I don't have to do that because he did that for me for us yeah for for everyone and so just think about that like just be it's just important to be thankful that you're you don't have to get nails pierced into your skin mm-hmm. like yeah. Mm-mm. the amount of physical <laughs> pain he went through for us yes and not even that like he like before that he knew what was coming like he knew why he came to this earth and like he prayed and prayed and was like god like any other way like any other way yes god said nothing yes. he like it was silence and like uh, i can't remember which gospel it is but like he was so like not like so much like tension like he actually was like sweating blood yeah and it's just crazy, like, even before it, like, just having to, like, know that you're about to die on the cross for the people who are putting you on the cross. Like, the mm-hmm. amount of, like, love he had for us is, like, unmanageable. Like, if someone, like, yes, me, like, my first reaction is to be rude back to them. But no, like, Jesus was like, no, I true, love, like, because I love you so much and because you are a child of God, like, I'm going to take that sin so you can believe and mm-hmm. like have an eternal life it's just it's crazy bro like <laughs> yes <laughs> oh and the, yeah you just you just brought up another point like when someone does me wrong my first reaction is to do them wrong as well mm-hmm. and I really try to remind people like, in my writing and my podcast and stuff, treat others the way you want to be treated. And think about what you're doing before you do it. Because, yeah, it's mm-hmm. really important. We it's touched like on that earlier. Being, like, yeah. slow to anger and slow to speak. So, like, you can take mm-hmm. that time to actually, like, get put in perspective. And, like, how I've been, like, really thinking about it lately is, like, we all have, like, let's say we all have glasses. And we all have our worldly glasses on. But we yes. don't want to see it through our eyes. We want to see it through God's eyes. We want to see it through his perspective. Yes. Not our own. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. There's this quote that says, you are made whole in him alone. Mm-hmm. And life is a gift and the giver is good. God has already won that battle. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. There are, mm-hmm. if you, okay, if you have a Pinterest account, go look up Bible verses and quotes because Pinterest just gives me a lot of inspiration, especially for these podcast episodes. And I think we should just end on a good note today with the reminder that we are made whole in Christ and we we can have hope in him and we can trust him because he has a plan for us yeah let me pull up my pinterest i probably i have a lot of quotes (laughs) yeah i could go on and on there's so many let me go to my account for the battle's not yours but god's yes we end with that yes the battle is wait what was it <laughs> the battle is not yours but god's second chronicles okay. 2015 the battle is not yours but god's and also the other one i said it goes along with that god has already won that battle mm-hmm. and we should just we should always keep fighting fighting for what's right fighting for what's good remember like like it it's finished on that cross but we don't stop talking about it <gasps> yes that's really really good but yes hmm. okay how are you on? what let me know what i need to say mm. oh okay all right quinn do you want to end on that note yes yeah, so okay this quote do you want me to go with the quote yeah okay for the the quote is second chronicles 2015 for the battle's not yours but god's and yes. he's won. It is finished on that cross, but we keep talking about it and sharing it. Amen. That Hallelujah. that is that's where we're gonna end today. Uh, we talked about a lot in this episode, and <laughs> I really just hope everyone listening has just been encouraged and just have a happy Easter and. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out Quinn's Instagram, and yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I we are in getting close to the end of the season. This is episode eight, and I think I have two more guests, possibly three. So I will be revealing those soon. And I think the last episode of the podcast is just going to be wrapping it all up and talking about what I've learned through the season because I've had so many great conversations. But thank you, Quinn, for being on today. It was so much fun. I love it. It was. And I love that we got to talk about Easter also because that was really good. And mm-hmm. yeah, a lot, a lot of good. Yes, I feel like that happens with podcasts. I'm like, I'll just, I'm going to just talk about whatever comes to heart, mm-hmm. whatever I feel like I need to say in the moment. And yeah, 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of The Quoted Podcast. And I hope you'll come back next Thursday to hear me talk with yet another one of my friends and just meditate on God's word. Should we say a little prayer before mm-hmm. I, I end it? We can. Okay. I'll, I'll say a little prayer. Or do you want to say one? Um, I can. Okay. We're like, hey, thank you all for listening. I'm just going to pray us out as we go into this Easter weekend. So, um, dear Lord, just thank you for everyone who's listening. I just pray you have your hand over them and just help remind all of us the whole reason for Easter and how you made us complete as you finished it on the cross. And I just pray that we continue to go spread your light to everyone. In the sense of my pray, amen. Amen. Bye, Quinn. Thanks for being on this week. thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the quoted podcast i'll be revealing next week's guest over on my instagram and i hope you come back next thursday to see who i talk with remember that this season is going to have 11 episodes with 11 guests instead of 10 so i hope you're excited